The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who can't give a speech without a Bradley tank nearby, or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She, be, she could be kinkier than anyone realizes. Listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And yes, you're getting a new episode relatively quickly, kind of because I wanted to record the Sunday after DBC mm-hmm. uh, so that it's fresher in my memory and not just this wonderful haze of pleasure and sweat. Kind of busy weekend, you know, for the 4th. Yeah. That's why we're going through right now is the 4th of July holiday weekend. and Well... You had... Chronologically? Chronologically, yeah. you're first. Yes, uh, Wednesday night, the night before. Just a long-term flirtation, someone I've been flirting with heavily. And per- it turns out there's a lot of people I flirt with heavily that I've not done stuff with. And that's because I'm not that actively pursuing sex. Like, oh, yeah, this could be a potential partner. Oh, I'm not going to just make a call out of the blue and say, hey, let's hook up. It's like, I'm up for it when it naturally happens. Like, I'm at a party, and we're the last ones there. Or I'm camping, and we... Or a dungeon party, or something like that, you know? Right. There's natural ways it comes up, and uh, I... But this happened where I was uh, through a third party, who I think knew about the flirtation, and said, you know, so-and-so's home alone and bored tonight. And I was at work, and I was like, eh, okay, and... Part of me thought, maybe, because uh, I was not too sure how much fun I... Well, for some reason, I was so focused on Creek Ridge this weekend. Like, oh, I, I don't think I can make it. Oh, I'm going to be missing out. Forgetting about all the other things we're doing this weekend. Right. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to have any fun. So I, like, messaged them. It's like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, bored, horny, lonely. I'm like, what you doing about that? Mm-hmm. And they actually commented. It's like, I'm talking to so-and-so. And I was like, oh. So it was a third party that I've played with in the past. And I'm like, oh, well... And they've played with in the past. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that sounds like fun. It's like, you know, I, I thought, okay, it, it, I, it, I was just too late. Right. I, and I'm like, well, I can talk to him, see if you want to all get together. And I'm like, oh, okay. That could be fun. But um, like I said, we've never done it ourselves. And I think they were also just like, I don't want to have to coordinate multiple parties and try to figure out how to do this. So they said, you just want to come over? And I'm like, sure. And did and had a great time. Um, I think it was about two hours of just eating ass and fucking. And I was like, okay, this is pleasant. And also, um, there's someone I get along with. They're a cool person to talk to. So even afterwards, we're just like chit-chatting. So it was a really fun evening. And I was like, yay! yay. Finally uh, finally did that. So that pretty much exhausted me because the next day I'm like sore. My arm's all sore. I'm like, why am I... Oh, because I actually fucking worked out. <laughs> when you're in the moment, you're doing things with your arms and your bodies and positions that it's, right. like, it's like yoga. And it's like, oh. So, uh, that was Wednesday night, mm-hmm. so the third, fourth, fourth wasn't that kinky, except I went to a, uh, restaurant where there's this boy, well, okay, boy, I say, eh, young man, college age, um, or more, who had just, the, you know, one of those bubble butts, that, because he works out, and he obviously does squats, and he was wearing shorts that showed him off, and I was like, <gasps> and then, um, he sat down, and then the whole time I'm eating, I'm like, 
Get up. Go to the bathroom. I want to see that ass again. Get up. <laughs> and I missed, then I didn't see him when he actually got up. And I'm like, okay, he's going to come back. And my friends were like, oh, let's go. And I'm like, I want to finish my water. And so I took my time finishing my water. He came back. Then I was like, I'm good. And he realized what I was waiting for. I was like, yep, that was. <laughs> and uh, when will I see an ass like that again? Well, it turns out later that afternoon at ice cream parlor. Where this time it was a bit sketchier. I'm a high school age kid. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But really cute ass in shorts that showed it off well. And I'm like, tis the season. And then, then I kind of like look and saw dad. I'm like, oh, I see where he gets it from. Because <laughs> dad had a nice ass too. But, you know, obviously was not, you know, doing high school sports or right. lifting every day. Like, you know, the child probably. Well, the child must have. I don't, you don't get that ass even genetically without effort. So that was uh, during the day. That night I went to a fireworks show and um, a couple gay couples there that were, you know, cool people that hang out with. So it was, it was not a gay party, but I was like, oh, there are other gays, including a couple that, I don't know, they might have been trying out a third. <laughs> um, as I say, uh, auditioning uncles, because they, they, there's children involved. So I, whenever there's a third, I always think, oh, they're auditioning a new uncle. Might not be the case. Um, other, let's just put this couple has a habit of uh, surrounding themselves with very beautiful men, and sometimes they are guys they're fucking. Sometimes they're just friends. Sometimes they're straight dudes that they're friends with. Um, but they're all well. The 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 the, uh, the uh, Mister I'm not comfortable with sex, but I want to be on your podcast. Oh, okay. that was one of them. So really hot, and it's like until I found out he was straight, and also kind of kind like, of an asshole, uh, sex phobic. I the boy needs to work through some stuff. I think, um, like just accept rimming. It can be fun. Yeah. Try it. You like? Well, he tried it. He didn't like it. Anyways, um, the uh, but then also there's just uh, you know um, they, they've they've hosted people in the past like students, and sometimes the students are like you know grow up and are now in college. I'm like, okay. I don't, I don't think they're fucking, but they're still pretty. So they're there with someone who I don't know the relationship, but I hope they're fucking because they're all hot. And I'd like to think that they're all, you know, after the fireworks all went home and put the children to bed and had a lovely fun time. <laughs> there were a lot of like, nice asses involved in that thing. Oh, okay, never mind. I just realized that I know at least one of them listens to this. So, Hi. <laughs> I think they know that they're they're all hot. They're hot in different ways. One's more solid and furry, and another's skinny, but great ass, especially in running shorts. And the third is a cool guy who had some really cool nerdy tattoos, and and uh, and I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> so that was the kink of Fourth of July. So not terribly kinky, which then leads us to Friday. Which yeah, well, unless there's did you have anything of in the week to report? Uh, well, just that. On the 4th of July, my husband and I, we finally got to have some quality time together. And Aww. because that's my husband, I will leave all of the details out of it. But yeah. uh, but since it is so infrequent, it, de- it deserves a mention. A mention. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that that was fun, and we will leave it there. Yay. Uh, then, yeah, on the 5th was First Friday, which... We what? thought it was, we didn't know what it would be like because it was like a holiday weekend and so many people are out right. camping or just somewhere else. Well, and um, Great Lakes Pub oh, yeah, was I having a thing in Detroit. Yeah. So 
those who have come in before from uh, Greater Ann Arbor area, they went to Detroit instead. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get to... Yeah. Seven, uh, I think. Yeah. Eight, maybe? Seven, okay. Eight. Um, in, in any event. It's uh, a small crowd, but we were around the table, and, you know, um, it was nice because we had some regulars, but then we had uh, some semi-regulars who showed up, and they were cool to see. And then someone we haven't seen in a while. Yes. And I was glad to see him. Um, yeah. He's not had a... He's had a Rough couple years. Yeah, he, yeah he's had a, a rough life, and then yeah, yeah. But the last couple, there's been some things that went down, just life stuff. Yeah, and it was nice to see him out and just interacting, and so it was good to see him. Uh, he didn't stay for very long because he comes from a distance, so yeah, he had to about an hour away. Yeah, so. so he had to excuse himself. Um, but it was good to see him, and it, it's funny because um, you know he's a twink. You know, you know he's skinny. Yeah. He's, if, smooth um and his face older pictures he has a very boyish face you know a few years ago and then he grew the mustache and and the beard and he's maturing into a daddy but but still with the pure twink build well no but i mean but that's it some people don't some twinks don't age well i mean some twinks turn into liches that should be blunt okay some hold on to that youthful ideal too long and they try and stay skinny but they just like lose the muscle tone so they're pretty much look like you know skeletons yeah bones with some you know t- flesh that they've tanned too much on them so kind of like saggy leather on bones you know <laughs> and maybe some questionable surgeries to maintain youth at all costs yeah no he, he can't afford questionable no, surgery but, and also he's not he's not a child of the sun who's baked his skin uh, yeah. a, a golden brown all the time He's he's a he's a pale boy and yep. that means his skin is still healthy. Um, but no, I mean there's those I've seen those people who like you know they make it to their forties and now they look like they're in their sixties because yeah, yeah. everything's just taut and the skin and they're still trying to be youthful with backwards baseball caps and soul patches and like oh honey moisturize me <laughs> and it's it's unfortunate because like I said um, they just have fallen to this idea of what's attractive and you know if that's if that's what they do find attractive, you know, skinny and tanned at all costs, then, hey, that to them that is attractive. But sometimes it just doesn't look good. And so sometimes twinks just, like, if they can't embrace, hey, I might put on some extra weight. I don't have to try and follow youth culture as closely. Mm-hmm. Um, it can go bad. He's not going bad. No. It's like there's some gray happening in the hair, and it's looking distinguished. Oh, yeah. Um, nice salt and pepper up So there. I think yeah. he's going to mature well. You know, like, yeah, he's got an aging twink who matures into a daddiness, which will be intriguing. Yeah, he. Uh, it, it will be interesting to see how his evolution uh, continues mm-hmm. on. And I, I wish him all the best. I, I hope he can find better job, better situation, and... Yeah. It's I, always one of those things. Yeah. I mean, it's like you you work with what you can, and sometimes you just don't have the energy to... Jobs are hard because yeah. you have to basically sell yourself. Yeah. And that can be hard to kind of, okay, I'm I'm useful and valuable, and let me tell you, you as a stranger how useful and valuable I am. So that's, some of us aren't very good at that. <laughs> yeah. Or, or dating, because dating can be the same way. If you're not dating friends, if you're just throwing yourself, you know... At the whims of strangers, is like, hi, I'm worthwhile to fuck. <laughs> that, that, I know it's like job interviews for you know 
recreation. For, right. Which I know I'm horrible at. I'm also horrible at job interviews. It's like, I just do not like, no. Um, so, yeah, that was first Friday. Um, everyone else kind of left. We you know, had a good night. Yeah. But everyone, it was not a busy night at the bar. Um, we had some people, like, uh, some people showing up and someone who was like, hey, look at me, look at me. I'm going to do uh, yoga and calisthenics on the dance floor. Well, you know, it's just like, I look how bendy and stretchy I am. And it's like, that's nice. That's, okay, good for you. You can do a handstand. That's nice. Uh, there's no music playing, so I don't know what. It's not like you're dancing. Well, I mean, they, they had the, the radio on XM9 okay. stuck in the 90s. So I think they were just like, look at how what I can do. And it's like, look bravo. at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so, and, but I mean, I think I'd be less annoyed about that, except it was a very loud crowd that was like, oh great, here's a pack of people who are going to be annoying, even though the place is mostly empty, it's going to be a loud night, and they're next to us. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, that bad. It wasn't horrible. No, there's no shrieking or any, anything harsh. Yeah, the, the occasional cheer when everybody did a shot of tequila, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, okay, easily impressed. Yeah, I can down tequila. You want a cookie? Some people can't. You know, hey. Do, do you want to talk about uh, your oh. encounter after everyone oh, else yeah. left? Oh, was, yeah. Go, go for this. So everyone left. I'm paying my tab, and this guy shows up, uh, you know, kind of shaved head, tattoos, you know, tight shirt, you know, muscles, and sits down, orders a beer. What grabbed my attention was, so the bartender, who's a sweetheart, Gave him his beer, gave him his change. I guess said thank you, and I came into it when I heard the guy say, "What'd you say?" And thank the bartender's you. like, "Thank you." And he's like, "Yeah, it was the way you said it. Thank you." And I'm like, "Oh, honey." And I had you know a couple drinks in me. Also, it's like I really hate the energy this guy's giving off, and also you're being shitty to a really sweet guy. So I so I kind of did the wrong thing and escalated the situation by like. It's, I think I said, dude, you're paying for a drink and the words. You don't pay, you didn't pay enough for good attitude, too. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, this is a gay bar. It's like, our tongue's cut. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, I'm a straight guy. It's like, yeah, okay, good for you. Um, then he proceeded to, like, be distracted by some of the crowd at that end of the bar who I think were egging him on. And he just, apropos of nothing, pulls off his shirt to show, look at me, I've got muscles. There were muscles, but they were also kind of dad bod-ish. Like, I think he was someone who was super ripped at one point and has just gotten lazier. Or maybe aging, where it's not as easy to keep everything super right. toned. A little bit of belly. I mean, he'd be super popular in many circles. It's like, he was not unattractive, but, you know, pierced nips and all this. And he's like, Ugh! And it's like, okay, nice for you, good. Um, so I'm going, trying to say goodbye to the people who are kind of around there. Uh, he also responds by opening his mouth and just letting out a long belch, loud, long belch. And it's like, bro, <laughs> okay. All right, bro. Cool yeah. story. Cool. So I'm like, okay, that's a mess. I, uh, leaving and he's kind of stepping out for a cigarette at the same time. And it's like, Hey, it's like, he goes, well, I'm straight. I'm like, Oh, so was I once upon a time. And he did not like that response. And he's like, well, no, no, I, you know, I, you know, I, I like, I like eating pussy. And I'm like, hey, mouthful of pussy, dick full of ass. It's like a dick full of ass. 
Dick full of ass? Did I say that? Ass yes, full of dick. <laughs> oh, well, that could be it too, maybe. Yeah. You know? Um, it's like, you know, that's living your best life. And again, he was either not, he was just like, I was just too much. He was not able to process. So, um, we're, you know, at that point, I'm like trying to start walking down the street to get away. And he's still like wanting to talk. And I think it came up. He's like, well, do you want to suck my dick? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so you're, well, okay. There's two kinds of straight, I can think. Well, there's straight, straight. But then there's also air quotes straight, who's, no, I'm really gay, but I can't deal with being gay, so I'm living a closeted life. Or I'm hoping something happens when I get drunk enough. Then there's asterisk straight, which is like, yeah, he's straight. He likes women, but a blowjob's a blowjob. So he's not going to worry about who's sucking him off as long as he can get some favorable attention and, you know, be told he's hot and get sucked off. I think he was asterisk straight. Don't think he was air quotes straight. Um, yeah, I, it's hard to tell, really, but... I think he probably still would have used the Christ I was so drunk last night um, excuse. But, um, so, yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, he's like, you know, I'm like, oh, dude, I, you know, I, I, it'd probably be too much for him. He's like, well, it's like eight inches. And he's like, and I'm like, well, how thick? And he puts his fingers, like, around, but they're not touching. I'm like, yeah, that would choke me out, dude. I, I gag on my toothbrush. I could not handle that. It was my way of begging off. It's like, yeah, stroke his ego. Oh, your dick's too much for this faggot. <laughs> um, and I almost thought, you know, but the sad thing was, it's like, you know, other than the attitude, which is a fuckload, right. um, he was attractive physically. And I'm like, you know, if there was a place to go to that could have offered privacy, I'd have been tempted. Yeah, my body would be found in the Grand River the next day, but, you know, it had been yeah, a temptation just to, um, because I was still in that kind of like naughty mind frame. It's like, hey, gotta, you know, fit stuff into this weekend because I'm not camping. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so <laughs> but that was, instead. yeah, so when I left, uh, he, yeah, we, you know, hugged it out. It's like, hey, he ended up putting a cigarette into my arm while we're hugging. And he's like, oh, and he was all worried about it. I was like, dude, no, I'm, I'm, Sterner stuff than that. A uh, cigarette burning off some of my arm hair is, uh, yeah, hardly even feel that. <laughs> also, I was sweaty, so it probably just, you know, evaporates some sweat yeah. as opposed to doing any damage because there's no marks on it. But it put him in a defensive position. He's like, oh, I didn't mean to burn you. It's like, there's no burns, honey. We're, we're fireproof. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I might have been just a little bit more of an asshole and in that hug tried to pick his pocket. I maybe I'm, no. I have no skill at that. Uh, also, no, I'm good with that. Um, no, it just you know hugged out. It was a very like dude bro hug. But um, you know then I other people were coming out and he had new targets to sh shower attention on his need to be seen and appreciated. So it's like bye. bye. I, I figured he had just you know basically had been to some other bar, had already been drinking and just had crashed with the ladies. So it's like well here's another bar. And get attention there. It's like, yep. Yeah, the wrong kind. Uh, so, so that's what you missed. <laughs> oh, darn. I, I, I missed like drunken straight, bro. Which part is I also introduced myself, but I, I'm horrible with names. I don't even remember his name. Because he said it, and of course, goes in one ear, out the other. And I'm, I, was, I was realizing I'm also like that at the dungeon. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. as like, wait, there's people I've played with repeatedly. And I have no idea what their name no, is. No, the worst part is I do, because I've heard their name and remembered their names in the past I don't know it right now but <laughs> until someone else says it I'm like oh that's right that's so and so hey you podcast listener yeah hey 
Listen up. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I know you're looking for new things to binge. And purge. <laughs> <laughs> Gayish is about gay stereotypes. We've talked about depression, drag queens. Uh, Butt stuff. Fisting. Animals. Uh, fisting and animals are two different episodes, <laughs> just to clarify. You can find us on iTunes or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Tell your mom. She's probably gay. <laughs> So that was uh, Friday, which leads to Saturday. Which leads to Saturday, Detroit Bondage mm-hmm. Club. Um, so there were a total of five of us in, in two cars. Mm-hmm. Um, good Lansing contingent. Good Lansing contingent. And, well, no, six from Lansing. Oh, yeah. Because, um, yeah, one of our, bond, the local bondage expert mm-hmm. was there as well. Um, so, yeah, and things... You started the night off rather quickly. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was... Someone getting... I played with before, I, I, I went upstairs. I haven't even taken my clothes off yet. I was just making the first rounds of, oh, who's around? And saw someone in the hallway, and eyes met, and it's like, oh, okay. And and before I knew it, we are in the sling room, and the clothes were in the corner, and we were... Well, what? Oh, yeah, I think the fucking happened pretty fast. Because once you get someone in a sling, you might as well. And you might as well. I mean, I wasn't even done with my sandwich because, mm. you know, I'd made my, you know, I paid, I changed and made myself a sandwich. And I'm like, where'd everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, so I look upstairs, I see you pounding away and I'm like, all right, go Mike. Yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, like I said, he's someone I played with in the past and there's a fun energy and, you know, I, 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 he was he was seeming to enjoy it, but um, he was also well, take it a little slow. You know, well, work into it. Um, yeah, I saw him taking some massive dicks pretty hard later in the evening. So it's like I was I, I was the warm up dick, but I'm fine with that. Hey. It, that's that's what you do. You you know, you you hit the the guy in the sling before the huge dick jackhammers go at him because it's like okay, at least I'll make an impact. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes, well, warm up. I'm fine with being a warm up. And, so, um, so yeah, after I finished my sandwich, mm-hmm. um, maneuvered Sling Bear into the sling, mm-hmm. like I do, and um, Sling Bear had injured his foot previously, yes. which is unfortunate. It made life a little interesting trying to get him in and out of slings. Um, so I started with him, and about halfway through, um, the guy you were, mm-hmm. uh, Stubbing, came down, and... Um, Put his hands uh, on Sling Bear, and somebody else came up behind him and slid his dick up in it. I'm like, all right, he he's getting fucked quite a bit tonight. Good for him. Uh, so yeah, work work Sling Bear to a nice uh, big explosion. Um, uh, I think the next thing I did was again, well, not that much later, but Sling Bear was in a different sling, mm-hmm. and uh, I was yeah, I didn't realize he had already come, but so we were working him, and you know. Second, you know, second one of the night takes a bit longer, but a couple of people were working him, and uh, and that's when I saw the other guy yeah, get into the other sling, the one I'd been with earlier, and then entertaining someone who had a pretty massive dick, and we were concerned because that that sling kept just, you know, the frame kept coming off the floor. They were so forceful, and it's like, oh, and it's like, and sling bear was looking. It's like, okay, it's that one. And it's like, no, no, this one's pretty solid. <laughs> We've already tested this other one. It it stays pretty. You know, you yeah. It doesn't rock as much as the other frame, which is uh, you know another reason to like go to the DBC and try out the different slings and like see okay what you know yeah, which, how, which how sling is good for what yeah yeah. 
take it for a test drive. Um, finally, you know, brought Sling Bear off, and so like, yay, accomplishment. Yay. And then afterwards, I heard that well, it was more it was of an accomplishment than I thought because yeah. like, oh damn, okay. But you know, he, Sling Bear is usually good for two to three okay. uh, in a day. Yeah. So um, yeah, and and he just loves having all sorts of hands and lips all over him. So. And he tends to get it. <laughs> um, the only other thing I did, oh, then uh, someone was like, hey, you, I, he was like, I really need to come off, and I think the way I'm going to do it is by rimming someone. So down to the rim seat, and got rimmed by someone, and they were very good at it. And then I was like, wow, this is the first time I've been rimmed. And he's like, no, I did you at number six. I'm like, oh, oh. okay. I don't remember what I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. There's probably a rim chair there. And it's like, yeah, you know, first I did Arcane, then I did you. And I'm like, okay. I believe you. I just have a bad memory for this stuff. Yeah. Um, so, after I was done with Sling Bear, mm-hmm. um, Fargo, mm-hmm. um, earlier on he said he needed to be, he was in a very submissive mood mm-hmm. um, that day. And so when I was done with Sling Bear, I asked him if he would like a flogging. And he was, all right, sure. And um, so, you know, warmed him up with my hands mm-hmm. um, and went after him. With my flogger, um, working up slowly, and then I swapped over to some of the harder instruments that were nearby, the um, frat paddle mm-hmm. uh, and the uh, slapstick, the the one with the spring on it, so it makes a big okay. noise. Um, not sure if that hurts more or less, but it sounds really yeah. nasty at least. Um, and yeah, worked him up, saw that he was reaching his limit, mm-hmm. um, and then... Yeah, brought him back down with a, a nice silicone lube massage, mm-hmm. just working all those muscles back over. Uh, at <laughs> at the start of the scene, um, I had to clear cobwebs away from his face a couple of times because it's like, could you scratch my nose? There, there's a cobweb on it. And then, yeah, I kinda, uh, yeah. If no one's been in that, you know, the the clubhouse for a month, it's like you know the denizens will make their own decorations, yep. and especially when you're a very tall person, you will. Uh, yeah, clear out some of those when you go walking through. Yeah, and so I, I kind of dusted the area uh, behind the St. Andrew's Cross uh, with my flogger. Um, and so when I was done with Fargo, another gentleman said, I saw your flogging skills. I like having my dick flogged with oh. a particular flogger. Would you be willing to? I'm like, yeah, sure. So got his dick in my hand and his rather small, light flogger. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh. Gave him a good workover, and I liked having it in my hand, A, because it held it in place, and mm-hmm. B, I could tell where and how hard I was hitting, Okay, because I could feel it on my hand. Uh, See, I know, like, the person, stroke. Okay. the person I was playing with Wednesday, uh, yeah, they like impact. They, you know, getting spanked, got favorable responses, and they're like, I need to try flogging at some point. It's like, yes, you do. So we're talking about it, because, uh, you know, they're... Not that familiar with Creek Ridge. Like, I don't think they've ever been on the trails. I'm like, there's a St. Andrew's Cross back there. And you just have to have someone who shows up with a flogger. And, you know, especially a thuddy kind, I think, would go over well. But, yeah, when I went to that workshop on flogging, they're like, yeah, there are actually no places on the body you can't flog with the right flogger and the right technique. Right. It's like, you know, hitting someone's chest. You know, even just, you know, light, you know, on the genitals. You know, they're like, well, you have to avoid the kidneys. And it's like... Depending on you know your your skill and also what you're hitting with, it's like no any area uh, is fair game. Right. I mean the the flogger I was using on this guy's dick was small with very soft mm-hmm. leather to it, 
Um, and so it was perfect to, for working genitals. I mean, I wouldn't feel it on my back if you swung it, um, but it wasn't designed for that. Well, it's funny. I was digging through, looking for a cock ring, actually, and came across a vlogger I had made out of clothesline. Um, and trouble is, it's a great handle because it's the knotted handle, so it's a nice long handle. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 what are they called? The, the strings. There's a term. The tails. Point. The tails. Um, yeah, they're just a piece of clothesline knotted. A bit too long. I was like trying to throw it and realized, mm-hmm. yeah, it just, it's too, it's not easy. It's too, they're too light and too long to control easily. Well, and so, with, with clothesline, that's a simple solution. <laughs> just knot it. Yeah, n- knot it, trim it. You know. Oh, I was saying just like throwing in lots of knots to shorten it, and then it'll be just like full of knots and much thuddier. And so yeah, that that would be for an interesting sensation. So I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to give your your buddy there a flogging, and mm-hmm. you know, don't have to do anything else to him. Just yeah, I'd but, be, be ha- no, happy to hit him. It sounds like something that he'd be into. He's uh, there's certain areas of his body that can't deal with it because mm-hmm. of sensitivity issues, but it sounds like he, yeah, wants things hitting him. And so that's well, always in the future, but we'll see. It took, it took two years to get together for two hours, so who knows how long for the next one. Um, <laughs> Less than a year, let's hope. But yeah, uh, other than, yeah, so that was pretty much what I did. It was just mostly, yeah, the fucking and then the jerking and then getting roomed. And that was pretty much my evening. I um, did... I did really one more big thing um, at at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. The gentleman that you warmed up and, mm-hmm. and had been getting fucked all night long, uh, he hopped in the sling, and I tried to put my hand in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was after being fucked all night long. He was right on the edge of coming, and and he warned me that he's like, "Be be careful, I, I'm about to pop." I'm oh. like, "Okay," so I was careful and. Um, I've gotten into him to just before the knuckles mm-hmm. before. This time I was able to get past the knuckles and he came before I could get to the wrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when he came, we were done. And I'm like, uh, like if, if you hadn't been jacking off, and I'm like, I, I didn't have a choice at that point. I needed to come. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, I ended my night the way I end most of my nights on underneath the room seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Very pleasant ass. Some people were leaving, and I just done a final uh, cycle cycle around and saw. Yes, you. It was like, you know you were rooming someone, and they were I think blowing someone. It was a, yes. It was like it was a very complicated setup, but yeah, that rim seat's very handy that they have there. It's you know made out of metal pipes and a wooden seat and mm-hmm. chains, and it, and they have a head. Head support rest underneath it now. Yeah, there, there's a, a neck pillow, uh, basically, and I found that for the size of my head uh, and the height of that chair, if I put it around my neck, mm-hmm. um, that my head is at just the right yeah. height, um, and so, and that way I'm able to get in and out of it uh, relatively easy. But no, it was a fun night. Um, like I said, it, it, I thought it was a decent crowd there. Yeah, it was Lots a good sized crowd, especially for a holiday weekend. Um, saw uh, some donations that someone had given of uh, some really nice things uh, because they do a fundraiser where they do a uh, kind of a garage sale kind of thing. Um, it'll be at Delta and at Inferno. Right, which are yeah. Both the invite only play parties. One is Le- Leatherania, yeah, and the other is uh, in Sagatuck, but. Uh, well, Douglas. Um, but yeah, it's like, oh, because the person who's donating it, 
roughly my size, so I was seeing some really cool kilts. Mm-hmm. There's a rubber kilt oh. that looked really neat, and I'm like, oh, and it's like, I think I do a, like a pre-sale at the thing, and they're like, no, these are getting taken out of here now, and then packaged and going down there. I'm like, okay, then I oh, will not right. have a chance to to buy those. Right, because they've had they've done either pre-sale or post-sale in previous years, basically in the jail cell. Yeah. I, I think that's actually post-sale. I think that's oh. after the runs. Okay, because there's some nice stuff that one time I thought was pretty, but yeah, I don't know if these will survive the actually having a whole bunch of horny guys going through because I haven't seen a latex kilt before, so. No, neither have I. But it was like, yeah, so um, that was, uh, so yeah, so if you're going to Delta or Inferno, there'll be some really nice things, at least I saw, from one donor. Yeah. And... Uh, the other, the only other thing was, yeah, I, I wanted to make it to Creek Ridge. It's a holiday weekend. Uh, we had a couple nice days that could have been good for just I could have gotten a day pass, but mm-hmm. you know, get busy with other stuff, and I realized, wait, I'm going next weekend. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And also, I've had a lot of fun this weekend too. Yeah, Fargo spent some time there, um, and he his spirits were kind of dampened from all of the rain. It would, yeah, because there's lots of nice time, like with sun. And then some torrential downpours yeah, just, at just coming out of the blue, and it's like, boom. And he was uh, dealing with a new tent that was used. He got it for a great deal, but also I don't think it was as watertight as it could have been. Um, it's funny because I had seen a new tent at Costco that I was really tempted to get, but I somewhere online uh, on Facebook, uh, someone was talking about, yeah, after the Costco tent disaster... <laughs> Um, they had bought one of them, and I guess they got rained on, and it actually broke. Oof. Or something happened, because they said they were taking it back and getting a new one. But it's like, so more than just not being watertight, it was, it it failed somehow. Mm. So I was like, oh shit, maybe wind, maybe something. So I was like, oh, kind of glad I didn't buy that one. Yeah. I saw for $20 a pop-up tent at Aldi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may go back on Wednesday, see if it's still there, and, and pick that. It It's technically a two-man, mm-hmm. so it, it really room enough for one. Yeah. yeah, you just need to, it says just throw it in the air, and it'll you know pop up, and then you just need to stake it down. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm not sure, you know, I would use it for Creek Ridge, but I'm not sure that I would actually, you know, s- spend the night in it, just, you know, use it for the, the cheaper... Uh, rates rather oh. than gain a day pass. Yeah, there is a weirdness with Creek Ridge. I was just looking at that myself. A day pass is good from like I think 10 a.m. till 8 p.m. Yes, and it's 20 bucks. Yep. But if you get an overnight site for the rustic camping, which is no amenities, 15 bucks, mm-hmm. and that's all night. So yeah. it's like, but yeah, well, check-in time. Well, check-in time is technically at 2 p.m. So the day pass lets you get in earlier because it starts at 10. And you're not supposed to actually check in for an overnight till two, so you lose. You know, there's about four hours there. I, I mean, last time I went, I didn't get there until two o'clock anyway. So, so yeah, so so it's 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 yeah, the pricing system's really bizarre. But it's hey, it, if it works for them, I hope it does. I, yeah, I, so but that'll be next weekend. It's uh, pups and no, it's bears and otters weekend. And I know quite a few people will be there, so I'm looking forward to that. I now have to prepare. That was the other reason I didn't go, because I'm like, okay, I just want to spend an afternoon by the pool, relaxing. What do I need for that? Oh, I need a towel. I need sunscreen. Maybe bug repellent. And I should pack something to eat. And maybe, and I, what I need, it, it, 
my my anxiety yeah. or like okay I already have to prepare too long just for an afternoon so I didn't and did other stuff that needed to be done too so it's like yay I got yeah. stuff done yeah so yeah so the the twenty dollar tent and a twenty dollar um, thin air mattress mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah forty bucks and probably won't get the best sleep of my life but mm-hmm. yeah enough for a nap or enough to you know get away from the mosquitoes yeah. if you need to and you know a place to put the clothes and and the phone and all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah so yeah if they still have it Wednesday I'll probably go with that if not I may I may jump at the forty dollars six man mm. uh, that they have okay. if, again if they still have it because it it's all the you have and, and that area, the stock cycles through so quickly. Even the Costco one. Uh, they're out of the one in East Lansing was out of tents. And you know, they get something, they have it till they don't have it, and that's it. That's, you know, as many as they got. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, so yeah, that about covers mm-hmm. gossip. On to the expert portion uh, of the show, where I want to talk about biting. Okay. Uh, erotic biting. Um it it's a popular enough kink to have its own uh, hanky uh, hound's tooth, okay. which you know makes sense. And I I want to talk about this because it came up in one of the kink groups I'm a part of that somebody wanted to extend biting uh, to the point where they're breaking skin with their fluid bonded partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that, um, I said that's really risky um because as you've observed previously human mouths are disgusting mm-hmm. um they are full of bacteria um if you want to hear a really nasty story about the effects of being bit by a human uh, actually the effects of punching a guy in the mouth mm-hmm. uh henry rollins has that on one of his spoken word albums about yeah time in australia where he punched a guy in the mouth and it ended up with him in the hospital for two weeks. Because well, it's Australia. Yeah. Looks Every, like he punched ev- a guy in the mouth. Yeah, an Australian mouth. Ev- everything's venomous in Australia, including the people. Including the people. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, safety-wise, I said, you know, Listerine or such mm-hmm. right beforehand, and then soap, water, and bandage right after will decrease the chance uh, of an infection um, and that yeah if it starts swelling starts you know aching throbbing get yourself to urgent care right away and be honest with them um, because you may need a serious course of antibiotics you know, uh, make up try and make up some cockamamie story about yeah. how you fell and you're grandparents' dentures were on the floor and you yeah, fell into no. them and that's why it looks like teeth marked. Right. say someone bit me. Yeah. I mean, you you don't have to, to give the whole, you know, you, you don't have to give the full details of what happened, but just say, you know, I was bit consensually and they broke skin. And yeah, I've, and now we're here. I've bitten someone and drawn blood, but that was because I was being taunted and they were holding a finger in front of my face. I'm like, I'll bite it. Like, mm, like I, I clomped down, and when my canines got in there, and it then became a force of will as I was just slowly being more and more pressure, and they were just like 
trying not to make a face. And it's like, and then finally they broke. It's like, ah! And so I let go. And they're like, there's a little dot of blood on the finger. And it's like, you bit me. And it's like, and you taunted me. <laughs> I, I warned you. Um, uh, some pups are into it. And a lot of primal players mm-hmm. are into mm-hmm. it. Because it, it allows them to be... Oh, I like it. Express that primal, yeah, animalistic side. I mean, I you notice because, like, yeah, a couple of people I played with this weekend, I, you know, sometimes and the thing is, you find out when someone likes it because you do it, and this goes with anything. Mm-hmm. You do something, and if there's a pleasurable moan, or you get the you can get the signals that this is a good thing. Uh, when you don't get it, then you just stop. Right. Like I started biting on someone, and they didn't really react, and I'm like, okay. No, it, it's not for them. I, I or if it is, and they're just being coy, it's like no. Then yeah, no. I, I need to know what you like and react yep. accordingly. If, especially if we're early in playing and don't know each other that well, right? It's and like, and it's the the general um, consent model of if it's not hell yes, it's a no. It's funny because I know someone who's um, on vacation this week, and a bunch of pictures of their vacation are showing up. And one of the pictures early on, I'm like. Is there something on their neck? Yes, a later uh, account mentioned as uh, like first time vacation, got a hickey. It's like, All right, go you. So yeah, so it was funny. It's like there's something on their neck, and it's like then I realized, okay, yeah, they they're starting their vacation with a significant other. So yeah, there was some some biting, a little bitey. Yeah. Uh, as as for myself, I'm not big on biting just in general, but using it. As a way of doing uh, nipple torture mm-hmm. or CBT, oh, yeah. then I really like it. Um, I mean, you know, I love chewing on a guy's nipples. I love having my nipples uh, chewed on. Um, I made one guy come just from chewing on his balls. Oh. Um, of course, I've also had an experience of um, chewing on a guy's dick and tasting blood, and I'm like, uh, had damaged the urethra oh um so yeah chomping down and then i'm like i'm tasting pennies that's a bad thing <laughs> like nope nope we're we're done here yep um, but, I mean, you know it's very intimate because you know mouths it's like we you know think of kissing yeah. or blowjobs or rimming but those mouths can go pretty much you know many other places or any other places yeah. and you know, a little bit of a nibble it's you know kind of marking your territory in a way depending how much of a uh, yeah, how, how much pressure you apply and how much sucking you do. Yeah, yeah hickeys are more about the sucking than the biting. They, they, yeah, they really are because you're you're pulling the fluid mm-hmm. to the surface and breaking it. I know some people too. Yeah, I know some people who are very into biting and like you know like seeing the marks they've left on others. And it's like cool. I'm not as big a fan of being bitten, but if someone likes it, well, I just like doing things to people that. Yeah, you know, they like to have those things done. Yeah, not big into water sports, but hey, if that's your thing, I will gladly be on you. All right, and same with biting. Well, uh, similar. I mean, I've run into a particular gentleman who his scene name is Squeak Toy. Mm-hmm. He likes to get bitten. Does and, he squeak? And yes, he squeaks Good. when he okay. gets bitten, and he especially likes to get bitten by puppies, and mm-hmm. puppies like to bite him. And yeah, I've run into him every year at uh, MIR. Mm-hmm. And I, because I know he's into it, and I will ask, would you like a bite? And most times he says yes, and I'll just, you know, chomp down on his forearm and until, 
you know, the, the squeaks turn from, you know, from pleasure until, yeah, we're, we're done here. And so, you know, he likes it. I, I like giving him that pleasure. And A night like any other night, we were on vacation from Christmas. It was the week between Christmas and New Year's. My parents were followers of the Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh, who is then known as the Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh. He's currently known as Osho, even though he's been dead since the 80s. And then I heard the noises again. And I looked again, but this time I could hear footsteps, like someone was definitely coming in. And when I walked into the bedroom, I noticed that um, Andre's side of the bed sheets were pulled down, but he wasn't in the bed. I wouldn't say we were a doomsday cult per se. But when the door opened, it opened like, like from a horror movie. It was like slow and creaky. And then she held the knife over her head. I think when you get to a certain point where... Each time it got a little bit worse, but because I Welcome to Being There, a podcast devoted to exploring the extraordinary aspects of everyday people's lives. I'm Dick. And I'm Kelly. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all their major podcast apps. You can also follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at BeingTherePod. So yeah, something to think about um, adding uh, to your kink repertoire. You might find out that you're into it. Something to add to your uh, kink pack. Because that's it. The, uh, the first person I played with at DBC had a very extensive bag of toys and tools and lubes and condoms and all that. Uh, which I need to kind of make my own. Because, you know, there were a couple times that night lube was necessary. Yeah. And, it, you know, if you have it ready... It's, I mean, trouble is, though, that first fucking just happened so quick that... Yeah, mine would have probably still been downstairs, but yeah. Um, oh, another another time, someone was jacking off and needed a little extra, so I uh, found some Crisco. There's a can of Crisco that was useful for that because I said, "Do you have any lube?" And someone went around and they came back. It's like this is the only thing that wasn't somebody's. So it's like okay, well, the, I I think that can of Crisco might have been mine. Okay. I, I think I might have left that there. Um, well, it was useful time. to be there, and it, it did well, its job. Yeah, I, I then I, I will just leave it there. I did, jeez. Oh, yeah, last month at DVC, I realized a week later, oh, bother, I think I left my slink, my, mm. you know, my big, long, expensive toy there. And I'm like, oh, crap, because it's not in my bag. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute, where was the last time? I pulled it out at DVC, but I never used it. I hope it turns up. So, yeah, when I got to DVC, um, you know, there's the lost and found mm-hmm. bucket. I opened it up, and I'm like, oh, there's my slink. Yeah. Let me put that in my bag right now so that I don't forget it yeah. again. Oh, good. Yeah, because, yeah, that was, yeah, $189 Oof. for that toy. So I'm I'm very happy that it, it was, yeah, that this was not permanently gone. So. Oh, good. Yeah, so get get to use that on myself or somebody else. But I, I think a valuable lesson, though, with having a bag that you take, uh, packing. Packing is always important. Yes. Um, a trick I've heard is you pack, get pouches and smaller bags and put things and organize them basically in smaller bags, and you put the smaller bags in your bigger bag. And that's the way to uh, keep things organized. Because, yep. yeah, um, when I was, you know, getting down and dirty... It's like we found lube pretty fast and a big bag of condoms, but someone really wanted their poppers. And where is it? You know, let's yeah. let's break up the scene long enough to dig through a dark bag looking for a dark bottle. So I was like, oh, Ugh. so um, 
you know, just kind of plan it out. Uh, there's, it's funny, a podcast I listen to is not about, it's about gaming. But one of the listener, uh, one of the hosts is super into bags and packing. So every so often he'll just go on a tangent about this bag and all oh, this, these packing ways. And it's like, why don't you do a podcast about that? <laughs> it's funny because they're also a kinkster. They're into stuff. And it's funny because they're open with it, but their co-host is not. So whenever it kind of goes that way, you can see here the co-host, like, this is, this is for a different podcast. It's like, let's not talk about that. It's like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I've had that experience on another podcast, a premium podcast mm-hmm. that I listen to, so I'll, I'll have to leave details out. But somehow the topic of sounding mm-hmm. came up and they had some questions. And so I decided to write into them mm-hmm. and educate them about sounding. And this is actually, uh, has a video component mm-hmm. to it. So... Two of them, one of them was reading and, you know, it was just, you know, flowing in one ear and out the other. And you see the other one fanning himself and you know he's like 17 seconds away from passing out. And I'm like... Like in a good way or like, oh, I can't deal with this? In a, I can't deal with this at all kind of way. And and I wrote back and said, I'm sorry for causing you such distress, but then again, you did ask. (laughs) So... You have, have to be careful around yeah, non-kingsters. And, yeah. Eh, non-kingsters don't, don't. Are, just, are just kingsters waiting to happen. They just have to find the right thing. Yeah. Well, And some kinks, I mean, hell, you know, for some people, you know, getting the other partner on top will be the kinky thing. Yeah, yeah. for some people, reverse cowgirl is as kinky and wild as they feel like going. You know, I, I can respect that. It's about the only position I didn't fuck the Wednesday guy in was him on top of me. Did all the other positions. That was fun. Well, you, you should write him back and say, hey, we did practically everything except you on top. Do you want to try that sometime? No, no, that came up. And he, <laughs> he, it didn't sound like something he was interested oh, in. Oh, so okay. It's like, fair enough. In, in a way, you know, vanilla people kind of have it easy that they're, they're able to get off with basic stuff and we've got if all, they, all these things. If they can get off. If right, they can get off, thing. right. It, you know, that's another interesting thing that comes up. It's like being able to come can be tricky. And I think kinksters, you know, have more tools at their disposal, but it can be, like I said, I, as came up last night at DBC, it's like, I've never orgasmed in this house. And it's like, it's not for lack of trying, but I'm just not that way. Yeah, maybe we could tie you up and at you sometime. Mm, it's not how I do it. No, it, it, like I said, it's just... Right time, right place. All right. And I, who knows? Someday, maybe. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, crafting. I'm still working on the the dick. Um, I need to spend, as I say, just about every week. I need to spend more time with my crafting, but I'm finding other distractions coming up. But yeah, I'm. It, that's in progress. Moving slowly, um, but that should be done um, next time I see him. Mm-hmm. Which, which is the main motivator. I want to have that done next time I, I see I think my it. next card, I might want to try and make another flogger. Different materials this time, so it's, it's a bit more thuddy. Okay. And, you know, I figure that out. But, you know, that's, it's probably just a matter of finding a nice big piece of leather, which I might have to, like, you know, see someone's couch that's being thrown out. And, uh, you know, it's just like, okay, I'll, I'll claim some of that material. Well, I mean, I've seen floggers made out of 
leather, of course, all, all sorts of leather. Mm-hmm. Um, saw one made out of different colored hankies. Mm-hmm. No. Saw one made out of silk ties. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been hit with one that was made out of horsehair. I'm almost wondering, a, a silk tie one, if you're be able to weigh it, like put something in it, like stuff it so it's a bit heavier. Because I'm picturing ties just flopping, and that could be something, but, you know, almost like if somehow you could open them up, put some, like, lead shot into it, and then basically make each one into kind of a uh, a blackjack. <laughs> Not as thick or as heavy, right, right. but a bit more weight to it, or just find something, or nickels, or something yeah, that would yeah. be a bit more yeah, weight. Yeah, you could, you could probably <laughs> slip a nickel uh, into the end of each mm-hmm. tie for a bit more weight. I don't know how that would feel, but mm-hmm. that would be... So there's ways, but yeah, I, it, there, that's the beautiful thing about floggers is you can make them out of so many materials, so many different ways, and it's like, I, yeah, I need to have an arsenal because, like I said, after the workshop I went to and seeing, I, yeah, it's a, it's it's fun. They are they're fun to use, and then also you can just have them at your hip, and everyone knows what you're into <laughs> when you're holding a flogger. No one has to figure out the the colors of the hanky necessary. It's like, oh, they have a flogger on they, they have a flogger. They, like they, flog. they, like flog, they like flogging people. All right. Uh, let's see here. What's upcoming? More stuff at Creek Ridge. Yep. Many, uh, each weekend has its own theme. Bears. Well, yeah, this will come out. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for it. Bears and otters. So, furry guys. I wouldn't be surprised if Motor City Bears were there doing a weenie roast or breakfast or some sort of food option. Oh, yeah. They are. Yeah, they're, they're the ones hosting it. So, yeah, okay. they, they'll... They'll probably be doing weenies mm-hmm. um, for lunch, and uh, uh, and they, they, on their website they have the list of the other events. Uh, Camp it has a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, I think this weekend is their trailer trash weekend, which I'm like, I okay, yep. Um, the thirteenth is last call at the Out Bar. Oh, okay. Um, and our. Uh, local rubber puppies um, ah. are putting on a gear night oh, uh, okay. for that. Uh, so I should yeah. mention that because there's someone I've played with at DBC. They're kind of getting into it, and I just saw new pictures of theirs on Recon where they now have a latex cat suit. I'm like, oh, Ooh, so, I, I know someone we should introduce them to. So I maybe I'll mention that to them. It's like, hey, have you heard about this? So uh, because I'll be camping that weekend. Uh, Oh, yeah, Outbar changed ownership. Uh, there's going to be a remodeling. So I think that's why they're kind of doing this. It's like, well, we don't know what's going to be in the future. So while it's it's in its old configuration, let's have one last blast there. So right. who knows? Yep. Other events. There's I wasn't there like a, I thought there was supposed to be a leather event at uh, Necto or Menjo's. There's been a lot of. I've seen a lot of events being posted about July and August on Facebook. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I was just looking to see, but yes, yeah, some. Yeah, something's filled up my calendar, so I'm not. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. But yeah, like I said, uh, nothing comes to mind. I need to be better about that. So actually, I have a list to tell people of what's happening in the next at least month. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then there's next week or next month. We'll have our first Friday again in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think I'll miss First Friday, because, yeah, that first weekend of August, I'm gone. So I'll miss First Friday and DBC. Oh, well. Oh, well. And then, um, yeah, last week of August uh, will be auditions for the chorus. Oh, yes. Uh, which 
<laughs> Anyone interested? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're in the Lansing area, or even not, if you're close enough, want to sing with us. Uh, and, and you have... Was it August 20th is the first? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, because it's the Tuesday before Labor Day. And the week before, are we having a meet and greet party? Yes. People uh, who are interested. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more information yes. about that as that gets closer. Okay. But, yeah, if you have a tenor baritone... As long as you sing, in the, yeah, you sing in the mail registry, that's all we ask. Yep. Uh, we're non-discriminatory, so doesn't matter your gender, identification, you don't have to be gay, you don't have to be male. But we want your voice to be in that range, because that's the music we buy. <laughs> right, yeah, no, we, yeah, we're not able to, without changing things around completely, support a soprano or alto. If you can make, if you can make it to tenor one, or all the way down to, to bass, and, you know, if you don't know where you are, they, they'll, 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 they'll find a spot for you. Yes. Yeah, um... And, it's a fun yeah. group. Um, it's we're coming up on to well one more season. Well, no, we'll have. Yeah, oh no, we'll have a Christmas season Christmas and then season. one more spring season, and then that next summer we go to Gala, which is a wonderful event that will be happening in Minneapolis and should be a lot of fun. Yep, you get a whole bunch of uh, gay choristers together in one city and for singing, and there's probably the occasional shenanigan. I imagine, yeah. but. Mostly singing. Uh, mo- mostly singing. That that's that's why we're there. We yes. we are there to sing, and so, um, yeah. So those are some things to look forward to, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna be spending some time up north, getting away, way away from it all. Um, yeah, that'll be nice to just reconnect. Summer's gonna be over more. before I know it. That's yeah. It, it it's so moving. we're already July. I'm like, oh god. But in my mind, June, July, August are the only summer months. I can still be warm in September, but mm-hmm. I always divide the year up into three-month chunks. And June, July, August, that's August. Uh, that's summer. So once August's over, summer's over to me. Yep, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Not, not even that. It's the calendar month. And then uh, September, October, November, that's fall. I love fall. <laughs> And yeah, time moves so quickly, and on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com, or tweet at us, we are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Sewers of Paris, Gayish, Linoleum Night, and Off the Cuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a rating and review wherever you got this podcast. We are your hosts, Sarah King and Lansing Mike, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.